don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. We often hear the story of a spirit that is trapped in a specific location. In many cases, it's a house that someone has fond memories in. Maybe they grew up there or possibly spent their married and birthing years there. Sometimes people love their workplace so much that they decide to remain behind after death. There are other cases where someone died a horrible death in a location and may be somewhat trapped there. Question is, in any of these cases, can these spirits leave the location and go to another location? What if the building that they haunt is torn down? We will explore a situation such as that from Ireland on this episode. The fact that ghosts still walk today and do not belong exclusively to the past is illustrated several times over all over the world. Today we're going to tell you about a story of apparitions at Summerhill, which is a street in North Dublin, Ireland. In January 1966, a demolition firm was called in to demolish number 118 Summerhill, which was an old, tall, Georgian tenement house originally one of a row of three houses. Numbers 116 and 117 had already been demolished. Within a few days, the demolition work came to an abrupt halt. As terrified workmen reportedly seen an apparition of a man wearing a striped apron, an apron that was once popular amongst butchers. One of the workmen, Mr. Joseph Byrne, told the evening press, I was wrestling with an old stove in the basement when I had a feeling that someone was standing behind me. I looked around and saw nothing. After a while, the same feeling crept over me, and I had another look around. I saw a man, a man dressed in what appeared to be a butcher's striped jacket, standing looking towards a window. I shouted to the others, who were all working above me, but by the time they got down, they couldn't see anything at all. Two of Mr. Burns' fellow workers, however, did see the apparition on separate occasions, and their descriptions were exactly as his. One of them, Mr. William McGregor, fainted from the shock. The three old houses, of which number 118 was one of, had a long and even romantic history. One of them had a local reputation for being haunted, though strangely enough, this was the 117, and not the house where the ghostly butcher was seen. The houses had been tenements for years, 
having been converted into apartments when they were acquired in 1923 by the Dublin United Tramways Company, from which time they had been known locally as the tramway houses. For many years before that, however, they had been owned by the famous Hutton family. They were proprietors of a coach building firm whose reputation was widespread for their superb coaches that they turned out in its adjoining workshops. One Hutton built coach is still used on state occasions by the British royal family. Thomas Hutton, the head of the firm, lived in one of the houses and there in the 1840s, Thomas Davis, the young Ireland leader, came to court Annie Hutton, one of Thomas Hutton's daughters. Afterwards, it was the number 117 that became known as the haunted house. It was customary for passers-by to quicken their pace when they had to pass by it at night. And occasionally, crowds gathered on the opposite footpath on the off chance of possibly seeing a ghost. It is an interesting fact that number 117 had been already demolished when the apparitions of 1966 were reported in the number 118 building. The third Hutton house, number 116, had also been demolished by this time, but it too had strange stories about it. Patrick Cullen, author of the Gate Theater success, The Dalers, said that the play, which was sought to expose the evils and injustices of money lending in Dublin, was in fact based on the 116 Summerhill. The author had lived there for several years as caretaker when it had been turned into apartments. He said that the house had a bad reputation for ghosts, especially the basement, which was certainly considered to be haunted. The caretaker's apartment was on the top floor. People going upstairs to it were aware of strange sensations when they reached the landing underneath and of a decided drop in the temperature, similar to the famous cold spot on the landing at the Borley Rectory. McCullen said that he had one very eerie experience of his own in number 116. He and his wife were entertaining a couple of relatives in a living room. He left the room and crossed the landing to another apartment. When he had been in this room alone for several minutes, he was startled when he heard three raps on the door beside him. They were repeated with slow deliberation. Thinking that one of his guests was playing a joke, he quickly made his way back to the living room at the other apartment only to find that everyone was seated exactly where they were before he had left. No one other than he had access to the apartment at that time. The question is, is there one ghost or several? Did the ghostly occupant of the haunted house pass the house next door when number 117 was demolished? What strange events took place in the tramway houses during the long winter nights of the 19th century to leave their imprint on these once gracious old Georgian rooms and to leave restless spirits lurking in the shadows. It is a fact of history that a man by the name of Patrick Conway cut his throat in the number 118 Summerhill in 1863. He was a butcher. Daddy has to hack off the devil.
Take on a vampire 